she was clear that she wanted physical marks from mm. the slapping. Um, okay. And like bruises. They, I don't know if it was the physical marks that she wanted, but it was like, those are the goalposts. You should be aiming to leave a mark. Jesus. Because there was discussion about the amount of power I should be using. On her, on what part of her body? Yeah, on her face. What? I mean, did she have a job? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to this 99th episode of Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. Today, we're going to talk about just when is too soon to come, do women prefer slow and sweet or hard and dominant, how to recognize if your fiancé is gay, and more. I'm Keith. My co-host is Mike. Happy New Year, Mike. Do you have... Happy New Year, Keith. Yeah. Do you have any resolutions? Uh, I found a new version of ChatGPT that is not uh, set up so that it uh, won't accept X-rated requests. It's on you.com, you.com. You can click on the chat tab on the left and uh, have some fun chat uh, with it. The, the, the normal one on the chatgpt.openai.com or whatever basically won't be fun anymore. It, it rejects you every time you try to get it to tell you a dirty story. Okay. I don't know what this has to do with resolutions, but why? My resolution is to come up with a lot of stuff. Or, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine it as access to the same training data set. It, it's very similar. It's very similar. It just appears I, to not have the same rules. That can't be the case. I don't know. I mean, you.com I mean, is the a thing that engine. makes The thing that makes ChatGPT so good is that it's better than anything else that's been trained in the past. And this seems very equivalent. And it, I think it's billed as sort of being a chat GPT clone or instance or something. So Are, have you read anything about the training for chat GPT? It, it I just needed it like reads stuff. It needed something like, you know, 10 days worth of a nuclear power plants worth of electricity to train. I didn't read that, but that's not like so, it, yeah, I mean, I can like imagine something it, it, there. I, I just don't think there's anything else that's even, remotely close to it and okay. it seems impossible that some competitor could i mean a competitor could definitely you know not have the rules that chat gpt does but i i think there would be i don't know how but I, my guess is that there would be objective ways to to test it it could be just the same system I, I do know that uh microsoft just recently signed a deal where bing is going to have chat gpt content in it yeah and so this they did they trained it they trained it using what is it azure what is that what the microsoft cloud is called yeah azure yeah 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 um, all right anyway this is so i, this is I, I got, I got it to quickly. tell me uh uh what if um i got it to i got it to tell me which celebrity it would most like to uh have um uh lick the semen out of her vagina from a man. So if a man ejaculated in a woman's vagina and it was a celebrity, who would it most want to have that woman be and then lick the semen out of it? Uh-huh. Um, what was the answer? It was Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. That's not Sorry, the no, right so that's answer. Wrong. It was Rihanna. It was Rihanna followed by Angelina Jolie because I asked the top four. Rihanna, Angelina Jolie. I can't remember the third and the fourth was Taylor Swift. So that was its ranking, something like that. Uh, it also said that it would most like to have uh, semen placed on its breasts. Huh. Yeah. I think Not in its vagina. The correct answer to the first question is none. Although- Yeah. It's a, it's supposed to be a woman. So the, it was I was told it to be right, a woman. Right, right, So it's going to have sort of a semi-lesbian <laughs> MFF encounter. Yeah. But, but true. I mean- Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of gross. Uh, you should resolve to uh, be on time better to this podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my resolution. For our medium-term listeners, Mike was late yeah. again after after promising he would not be. True. We had a power outage. But I mean, when, when... Okay, so let's say our time to meet was X. When was this power outage? It was 30 minutes before X. Oh, okay. Ended, that's that's res reasonably close in time. Yeah, I actually have texts proving that from the power company. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been raining pretty hard in California here for the last few days, and is going to continue for I don't know weeks. They're saying. Hopefully, we need yeah. it. I also have um, the Pornhub 2022 year in review, which has um, information. Some, I mean, some of it's boring, but you know, for example, the United States by far is the largest country by traffic to Pornhub. 
Um, they have time per visit, which is all around. What would you guess the average time per visit on Pornhub is? Hmm. Uh, eight minutes. It's nine minutes, 54 seconds. So almost 10 minutes. Okay. Around what you thought. I mean, yeah, so yeah, it's magnitude. Yeah, guy beating off. Yep. Uh, but there's some more interesting stuff here. What do you think is the – and think about this now. What do you think is the most viewed category in the US? And I can give you a list of categories if you want. Uh, okay. You want the list? All right. Yeah. Lesbian, MILF, anal, transgender, reality, ebony, Russian, Indian, Japanese. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Japanese. It's ebony, ebony, number one in the U.S. It's also number one in that most of Africa, but not all. Cannot be. I hear you. I hear I'm you. Deeply skeptical of that result. I mean, I'm not sure why they would lie. Okay, we can do it by state too. Um, uh, relative searches by state, maybe California. What would you guess? Hard to guess. I mean, there's a lot of different search terms that could be there. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how this. I mean, I, I. I questioned the the data from the start, and so filtering it down by state. Look, it just can't be that. I mean, that's famously an area of porn that people are not interested in. And ebony, yeah, like I mean, African I think Americans complain fairly routinely that like it's hard to get work in the porn industry, and that like they're they're treated you know like crap. And I mean that that's I the, hear you sort of the I hear you, but... on that. And so finding out that it's the most in demand porn seems. Well, I mean, the, Suspicious. The, most, the, the highest category, which I mean, there are other cases, so maybe the other things are balkanized more, but I mean, let me just, to, so for the search terms, the, California's number one is Asian. Uh, Cal, hmm. uh, Alaska's, Alaska's is breast expansion, which I'm not, I'm not sure what that means, but here <laughs> you go. But uh, hang on, this is what I want to catch you with. Uh, I got to do my rap map reading skills here. Uh -huh. um, Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, and Florida and North Carolina, all are some variant of black, BBW, BBC, or, oh, Georgia was big ass, so that's not the same. Sorry. It's, I just saw the letter B, and so I- It I correlates. And uh, Washington, D.C. is BBC also. So we have the entire South. It's sort of like in a presidential election here. The entire South is going black, actually. So I don't know how right you are. Huh. Okay. Well, that makes that lends a little bit more credibility to the data because I think the percentage of people who are black who live in the Southeast is higher. And so right. it would make sense that that's more searched for there. So that gives it a little bit more credibility. Maybe, maybe it's so much the case that they actually use Pornhub more. And so it's, you know, some disproportionate number of the viewers are from the Southeast. Maybe I'm not sure. Uh, the Do number black one people in, masturbate more yeah. often? I have no idea. I don't know. That's an interesting question. This, this is such found. a delicate, dangerous You're assuming You are assuming that the people searching for this stuff have a certain ethnicity, which is not something I would necessarily assume. Um, I should say, what do you think the number one search for thing in the country of China is? People's Republic of China, not the Republic of China, which is Taiwan or Chinese Taipei, as Eric likes to call it. Uh, uh, I cannot believe that Pornhub is not blocked in China. Okay, fine. Well, Which, anyway, the number one thing- And it calls into question this entire- yeah, I hear you. Like, I'm certain Pornhub is blocked in China. They block Facebook and Google. There's no way Pornhub is available. All right. Well, the number one, according to Pornhub, uh -huh. in China is, is, is Japanese. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And so from, for our, our uh, yeah, listeners who aren't fans of- World War II history, that is a deeply ironic it's, finding. Yeah, it's kind of strange. <laughs> Maybe Japanese. I actually am not going to comment further. I'm not, I just don't know. Uh, in most of Europe and Canada, it's the two kind of competing ones are anal and lesbian, which is kind of interesting because those are kind of antonyms. Like you don't typically find them together. Yeah. And then the rest aren't that interesting. Now, I have one other thing. Okay. They have it broken out by generation. Now, you could say you don't know how would they know what age people are, but I thought this yeah. was sort of interesting. For baby boomers, those are people over 55. What do you think the number one category is? <laughs> Teen. Jesus. <laughs> it's hand job. Really? Oh, that was sort of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hand like job. They imagine then... going to a massage parlor or something, and that's like a. I know. Have you watched hand job porn? No, not really. 
Yeah, it's um, it's not typically massage parlor. It's typically just a woman giving a hand job. Like it appears to be their partner. Yeah. Huh. By the way, ChatGPT, I asked it if it was a prostitute, what its rates would be, and it yeah. said hand job was only fifty dollars an hour. But anal, it knew what speaking Greek was. It knew all the terminology. Uh, that was two fifty an hour. An hour. Oh, oh. Yeah, I know. It, well, it was I, I don't confused. need an hour, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for a hand job you would. Uh, What's included see. in the hours? Does that include commute time? No, I think it's the whole. I think yeah, a hand job for an hour would be a little rough. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, we'd need some lotion. But like the baby boomers also have like mature vintage small tits, pissing, anal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what do you think number one for Gen X, which is thirty-five to fifty-four, is? Okay, so fifty-five and up was hand job. Now we're doing thirty-five to fifty-four. I, I, I can't even speculate. I don't know. Okay, it's actually kind of beautiful. It's cream pie, and I kind of like that mm. because it's like so. These people are of of childbearing childbearing age. Childbearing they're, like, age. Yeah. they're like, we want cream pies, but the older people are like, no, 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 forget it. My, <laughs> my semen's no good anyway. So we'll right. just do a hand and job. I'm I'm too old to want to do the the full thing. Just give me a hand job. Okay, now Gen Y, twenty-five to thirty-four. Number one is Asian. I was going to guess anime. Yeah. Anime is not there. There's virtual reality, tattooed mm. women, threesome. And then for Gen Z, the youngest, it is threesome and virtual reality and then cosplay and cartoon Ugh. and hentai. Which part wanna, did you ugh about car- cosplay? Wanna, I, all of that is uh, juvenile and sort of, I don't you know. You don't want to see like a, a, a porn of Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock fucking? No. No, All I right. don't think that's what cosplay is. Cosplay is normally. What is it? I mean, it's dressing up, but it's usually women dressing up as women characters from oh. animated crap. So like it wouldn't count as cosplay if my cosplay was I was Oscar <laughs> the Grouch in his trash can and guys would just open the trash can and jerk off onto me that would... and then close it again. That's not cosplay. I think that might technically be cosplay, but it would <laughs> probably not rank highly in the Pornhub algorithm. You gotta, I, I don't know. I would watch it. I'd watch it for a few few hours at least. It'd be kind of like watching the House of Representatives try to elect a speaker. Kind of the same. Are they still going at that? They, must they be. are. Every time, I'll say every time, roughly to a third of the pictures of that that I've seen yeah. have AOC in them. Every time I'm, I see her and I'm like, God damn, she's attractive. Yeah. She I don't necessarily agree woman. with her politically on, you know, th- I don't know. I, I don't pay attention much to the things she says, but she is quite, a, quite an attractive lady. Um, I do pay attention to the things she says. And I, is she attractive that way too? I don't actually know. I, I, maybe medium. Uh, I think I would approve of her political leanings more than you, but we don't All have right. to double click on that. Sure. Um, her, yeah, her other leanings I'm impressed with each time. It's just surprising <laughs> to engaged, see someone that attractive. She's engaged. She got engaged uh, late last oh, year. Good for her. Good for her. Huh. Um, we talked about briefly at the end of our last show about whether if I were gay, if finding sex mm. would be easier. And do you remember that conversation? I do. I think we, there was some mention of Grinder and so forth. Yeah. I mean, I guess the real question is, okay, I would prefer to sleep with people who are attractive. And let's say I'm an X and the people that I would like to sleep with are X plus two. All right. So I'm a seven. I'm like 10. Yeah. And the people are nines. Okay. All right. And uh, the question is, would it be easier to find female partners or male partners if I were gay? And but yeah, I actually, I don't know the answer partner, to that. Yeah, it's important that it's it's partners that you actually would find compelling. I mean, I think it's clear that it would be men in general. I mean, if you go if you went on Grinder, you could find a partner that's male very quickly. I, yes. I think if I but were looking for a is, five, so this right. is the same case. So now I'm looking for an X minus two. I think yeah. it would be much easier as a man to yes. find just a a random sex partner, but. Yeah, if if you're looking for high value men, I'm not sure if it's easier than finding high value women. Well, what would the high value? I mean, it's maybe hard for you because you're having to pretend you're gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what uh, what would I mean? Is the high value man like the muscular kind of 
guy you imagine or I imagine uh, in the um, uh, what do they call those places? Uh, you know, the place where guys go and like uh, it's like a locker room, but they all have sex with each other. Uh, you know, bathhouse, that place. Yeah, the bathhouse. My bad. Yeah, that. <laughs> is it like the? Is it like the kind of bulky weightlifting guy in the bathhouse? It's like yeah. kind of horned up all the time, or is it like uh, the guy who? you know, wears a business suit and makes a lot of money. I think I would like people who are my body type. So sort of skinny and athletic. This is getting kind of specific. Okay. So you, (laughs) the gay version of you wants someone that looks sort of like you. Yeah. Alrighty. About your age too. (laughs) How about penis size? I could just use a mirror. mirror You fantasize about. I don't have an opinion on that. I really like anal sex penetrative anal sex seems scary to me and so i might prefer small right well i mean i think you could just do oral like you don't have to do an anal sex right but if i was giving somebody if i was going down on someone i think i would want them to be sort of small in that context too uh i don't know is your goal to i don't i don't know because i will tell you that like sometimes porns where a girl is giving a blow to a guy i find it kind of compelling when she can only sort of operate on the tip in the first couple inches like that's kind of hot i mean i don't yeah. know deep throat is cool too but like it it just depends like i could certainly imagine yeah that that being you know compelling is there some penis length that's required to satisfy a man when you're penetrating their asshole uh, like, do you need a certain penis length to like reach to the prostate or whatever is happening? Probably. I mean, I, I think they typically talk about with a finger, it being the second knuckle. I mean, that's uh, so, not very long, right? It's not very long. And actually, I mean, there'd be some question of the angles you would get with a different penis length, but right. I mean, I have to say, I mean, bending to the culture here, gay men do seem to, um, gay men do seem to prefer in many cases, larger penises. I will, uh, by the way. This reminds me a little bit of this review that I don't think we read on the podcast that we got uh-huh. on Apple iTunes podcasts. Uh-huh. It called us shallow and unkind. <laughs> it said, this is not a sex positive podcast. And this is the important part that this reminded me of more like a couple guys who are sex addicted <laughs> and like to talk about how great they are. <laughs> it oh. goes on and on. Yeah. That's not terribly inaccurate. It got one star. So that was some of our hate mail. But th- this reminds me of that a little bit. It's basically like if I were gay. Who would I, I'm so awesome. Who would, who would I fuck? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think, that, I think that, uh, I think, <laughs> I think a larger penis is generally better because it's like more masculine. I mean, think about it at the limit it, when you get small enough, it turns into a clit, right? Yeah. So, but there's a big gap between, you know, the length of a clit and a reasonably sized penis. I know you've seen China, right? The professional wrestler who took nude yeah. videos. Yeah. So yeah. you can get pretty big and so if can. you search on Pornhub for, I mean, none of the age groups seem to favor this one, but if you search for enlarged clitoris or large clit, mm. you can find some surprisingly uh, big meat in there. Our um, podcast is going to make that the number one thing searched for in 2023. We could definitely make it in the title. I, I will say this when I've done that search and I've done that search several times in my life. Why? Probably more than 30. Um, I just I just come up with uh, fancies. I fancy different things, and I want to check it out. That's, that's why I like having Chat GPT write stories for me. But the thing yeah. that's interesting when you have a really big clit, the thing you notice is that there's no hole for the pee. Like that's what jumps out at you is it's basically a penis missing the the meatus, hmm. the hole, and that's yeah. just the thing that always jumps out at me. You got the what? Do, okay, we're going to go back into anatomy here. Okay, so beneath the clitoris is the normal pee opening for a woman. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Is that of, called the ure- urethra? Is that the right word? What is the opening called? Urethra. But that's what There's the also whole yeah. tube is called, right? The opening doesn't have a name. The orifice. There's another word that's called the ureter, and I think that's the tube. But I'm. Okay. But I could have them backward. Okay. Exactly. I'll have to All check right. with our doc- doctor listener. Let's, let's move on. Uh, I had one more sort of like, I don't know, housekeeping thing. You responded yeah. to an instant message of mine yesterday with an emoji. It was and, an accident. Ah, uh, okay. Was, I wanted to give you a thumbs the, up. So it was I, the heart emoji. I, I know. I know. I was going for the thumbs up and I missed the, uh, so I've <laughs> learned, I've learned that, uh, responding the, the standard way to end a conversation via texting now is responding with an emoji. I've learned. Yes. That. It's like over. And so and I was out. trying to, 
yeah, I was trying to do that, but I, I missed and I did the heart and then I just sort of laughed, but I don't know what I was <laughs> responding to with the heart. Was it just like the scheduling? It for was today? like what time we were going to meet or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, I just thought it, and then I just thought it was funny. I'd never I even seen you care. use the, th- the thumbs up before though. Like it was both the use of the emoji. And then I figured, I actually figured that you may have missed the thumbs up. Like the heart was just it's exactly so what it was. Yeah. Unlike you, that it had to be I ironic or an accident. Is it possible to delete it? I don't know. Yeah, you can it change or... it. All right. Yeah, I could change it's it to ha ha or whatever. Exercise for you after this podcast. Yeah. All right, let's get into some of these Reddit topics. Um, this one is about uh, a man possibly coming too soon. She says, if a guy says he's about to come, is it reasonable slash feasible to ask him to not? Question for guys. I'm a girl. And when we're fucking, men will often be like, I'm about to come. Just as I think it's getting good and we're getting a nice rhythm. Is it okay to ask him to, I don't know, hold off for a bit? Or biologically speaking, would that be painful and possible to do? When a dude tells me he's coming, I always want to reply with, no, not yet. But then don't want to ruin his moment mid-orgasm by making him feel embarrassed or whatever. So I just agree and let him come when I'd rather... He just held it for a bit. Well, I think that in most cases, it, when the guy, by the time the guy says that, he can't actually. There's, there, it would be, it's involuntary at that point. So, I mean, it, it's almost like a comedy sketch at that point. If she says no, don't. She's, it's just going to happen anyway, and then he's going to feel bad. You've never said it as a sort of asking for permission. Well, that's a good question. Um, I think some people may do that. When you say asking for permission, could you give more context? You mean like if it's going into her mouth? Oh, right. Yeah. Where's it going? Announcing. Yeah. We, remember we had like a four episode arc where we were discussing announcing when you were going to come. Well, I have this issue with women announcing, although I have seen, I have seen videos of women announcing where it was kind of plausible. Like for example, it's just hard to say, but like, for example, when it's a lesbian <laughs> scene and so, and it does, you know, they're not super attractive, so it's believable. And also you can, sometimes they're filmed in such a way you can see their, their vagina pulsing and so forth. So it's more believable, but the generally when a woman announces, I'm kind of skeptical of that. Right. But men doing it, I think is typically, okay. I think what you're going to say is that the man might announce in a questioning way during PIV when there may be no protection? Is that what, where we're going here? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons to announce. I mean, if somebody's going down on you, it's just polite, especially if it's one of the first times they had, you don't know what their preferences are. Some people probably like being assaulted by the by the man's semen, but some people probably want a heads up. And that's, so, what, that's in their mouth. That's in their mouth. Right. Yeah. And then um, with PIV... It could be, I mean, it could be polite to announce, especially if you, you still have the ability to like pull the cord and not come to find out, you know, maybe they're relatively close. I mean, there's sort of an elaborate dance there, right? Like in an early sexual encounter, you don't know sort of what their playbook for coming is. And especially like, I mean, take this woman who asked this question right here. I mean, she says you know, oftentimes they come when she would like them not to. And so if you, you could say, yeah, I mean, in a way it's almost like a check-in. I think I might be about to come, you can say, and then that sort of invites her to to give feedback. Although to her point, what is she supposed to say? No. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, is there a better way to check in, I guess, is is a reasonable question here? It's tricky because I think my my view on this is a little bit orthogonal for the oral context. Sure, I mean I think that makes sense. Like typically, I mean, you want to provide that that information for basic hmm, politeness reasons. Yeah. In the PIV situation, I think I'm unusual in that at no at no time in my life was I confused about women having lots of orgasms from PIV. Like it's just not like that's not so. I, so I don't think I ever in my entire life thought, oh. If I keep just thrusting for another five minutes, he's going to come. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I mean, even uh, I, mean, I have that situation. Is, yeah. That situation is possible. It's unusual. Like, what is it? Like, thirty percent of women come from PIV, or is it that's less? That's the claim, but I would. You suspect it's less. Yeah, they're claimed numbers that are in the twenty to thirty range, and that would be from, say, Kinsey. But um, I think it's complicated because by the fact it's it's complicated by 
first off the question of like what percentage of women who say who report orgasms are even having an orgasm so i think that right, like, right, and, right. And a large percentage of those are going to fall into the piv I, I suspect it's like five percent or less but regardless yeah okay um the um oh but but i mean but but a more constructive example would be a woman touching herself during piv then i then i put it at like 95 percent. like it's right that, okay that I, have no, I have no problem believing that like it's that's right. very common uh but but i just think there's often extra stimulation required and uh, at some point there so uh there i could imagine her caring but in my experience like i just don't look i mean yeah i mean i guess it feels better for the woman if there's something in there so maybe she wants to finish while you're there but it can also be enjoyable for them to finish afterward, but it has that separate sort of post-nut clarity issue. Yeah. We've discussed. So yeah. Uh, I, I just think that women are relatively indifferent about that. And so this notion that like, oh, I'm going to hold off for you. Okay. I are know you rejecting this, the premise of like yes. checking in? Like because I'm, I'm it doesn't notion, matter? I'm rejecting the basic notion that women care. Okay. Women don't like it if a guy finishes too fast, but- the reason they don't like it is not because they wanted him thrusting into her longer. It's because the vast majority of men, when they finish, that's the end of the encounter. Right. And so if the guy only lasts seven minutes, well, the typical woman takes 15 to 20 minutes to reach climax. Well, there's a problem there. Right. Um, but if he was willing to continue the encounter after those seven minutes, I think most women, the vast majority of women would be sort of okay with that. Um, and that's the problem. And so, yeah. So the problem with the premise is this notion that like she cares <laughs> She would like want to prolong. Yeah. So what this person's asking, it's like, yeah, I, I can see that she wants intimacy to last longer, but I don't think it's because she, the, his thrusting is so otherworldly for her. I think it's more yeah. like she likes the intimacy, the closeness. And so she, maybe she would just like him to change, you know, change activities for a little while and not jackhammer constantly. That would be my sort of imagination of what's likely going on between them is he's just, yeah. he's just, pr he's just pressing toward orgasm like way too, he's got the foot pedal to the metal. You know? <laughs> Do you think there is a situation in which a woman can say, no, please don't, without it causing downstream issues. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, if, uh, I mean, you see that, in, what is it, the, uh, the porns where, uh, you know, oh, I'm not on birth control, mm -hmm. you know? So then it's, so then it's, it's, well, it's hot one way or the other. Like, does the guy have to pull out or does the guy like impregnate her by accident or some of the porns he doesn't want to come in her and she grabs him with her legs around his butt and yeah. he can't allow which is also that's totally unbelievable by the way yeah i mean uh, you've seen yeah lots of porn plays around with that dynamic yes but i'm confident i could always pull out when i'm on top if she's on top mm, might be take longer it might take too long i don't know but regardless uh Yes, I think that if there's a birth control pregnancy issue, but other than that, I mean, yeah, what would be the other circumstance? She just wants it to last longer. I mean, I, I think some men yeah. say that they're about to come not because they're not able to stop themselves, but because they're saying it as a trial balloon. They're asking permission for to what? Come. What does that mean? They're checking in to see if she's close. Oh, no, I understand that. And I'm saying that's like the guys are making a mistake when they do that. That's not a thing. But it, but it's, Mike, this woman wrote this question and asked, and her specific ask is, I don't want him to come yet. So I understand that you're rejecting the premise generally, but she specifically is conceding the premise. Like she's, The premise is she doesn't actually want him to come yet. She does care, and she's trying to she figure wants, out a way to tell him yeah. that. So what she should, okay. So, so the way I interpret that is she wants the intimacy to last longer generally, not that she's like... 20 seconds away from orgasming and if he just kept pumping then she would it's yeah. possible that it's the latter but i think it's much more likely that it's the former and that the right way to handle that is for her to simply suggest at some other time that like they could do more foreplay or like switch it up more that's what yeah. that's what needs to happen here right like he's not uh, i mean she specifically says men will often be like i'm about to come just as i think it's getting good and we're getting a nice rhythm like this sure. strongly implies the thing that she thinks she wants and uh, you know, notwithstanding all the things you've just said, which I understand, mm -hmm. but it seems that she thinks she wants more penetration. Uh, I'm sure. She, I mean, it's not that. Yeah, that that's true. But I think the, like I think generally, um, okay, generally, if you have an encounter with a woman that lasts, say, one thousand strokes, yeah, uh, and the woman's like, I'd like a longer encounter. I think if given the multiple choice quiz of, do you want three thousand strokes or do you want oral for the you know 
those other 2000 strokes versus I think they would pick that option, not 3000 strokes. Maybe some women would pick the 3000 strokes, but I don't think that would be the most common, uh, remotely the most common choice. That's all I'm saying. So like, yes, I know she's saying that, but I think that what she actually wants is him just to pay more attention to her and to last, uh, to have the encounter last longer in a way that's pleasurable for her. And the most pleasurable thing for women is definitely oral performed on them. Yeah, that is not controversial. All right. We're not making any interesting forward progress here. Let's move on. All right. This is a, there's, I have a, I have two posts here I want to read and they Mm -hmm. are, uh, sort of in opposition to each other. Uh, and one of them talks about, uh, a man who wants to have slow sex. And the other one is, um, Well, let me just read them. Okay. This is the first one is uh, I, a 27 year old male feel emasculated due to my sexual preferences. Hi everyone. I'm a long time lurker on their sub, but this is my first post. I'm a 27 year old straight male who primarily prefers slow, sensual, romantic sex as opposed to fast, rough, and hard sex. I'm also not as dominant in the bedroom as some women seem to want. I'm not comfortable choking a woman or slapping her in the face. The most I will do is spanking because I feel I can do that without hurting her. Inflicting pain on my partner is not a turn on for me. Problem is that most women I am with seem to want me to be super dominant and be rough with them, including things like choking and slapping. I feel emasculated by my own sexual preferences, almost like I'm less of a man because I enjoy making love instead of us just fucking. I even had one girl tell me if I wanted someone to be gentle with me in bed, then I would be dating other women. (laughs) Doesn't feel good to hear, but I tried not to show that it bothered me. I talked with other guys I know, and they all seem to prefer rough sex with their girlfriends and laughed when I said I prefer more gentle and romantic sex. Is there something wrong with me? I'm really questioning my masculinity and self-worth right now. All right. So that's exhibit A. Are you ready for exhibit B? Sure. All right. This one's a little bit shorter. All my sexual partners stop being aggressive and get more gentle with time. How do I fix this? My current sexual partner started with slapping me around and spanking the shit out of me and a lot of dirty talk, which I specifically asked for. So I was really turned on by that. But now he dot, dot, dot makes love to me. There's no other word for it. Loves to do it missionary while gently cradling my face or burying his face into my neck or tits. And if I try to switch it up and ask for doggy during sex, I hear, nope, I love seeing your face, which is all fine and dandy. Sometimes I love that shit, but he won't even try to choke me anymore. And this has been a consistent pattern with all the men I have slept with. They just get more soft the longer they know me and stop treating me like a dirty whore. And to be honest, sometimes a girl just wants to feel like a slut. How do I fix it? I want to be slapped around again, but I don't think his heart is in it. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I have a reaction, which is I, I have a friend who is a very, he's not, uh, he's very like soft-spoken mm-hmm. and uh, would be like the guy, the category one person here, the first post. Are you assuming based on his soft-spokenness or do you have- I know, I know him. I've talked to him. Okay. And like, right, well, anyway, it, so, so yeah. So in what he's told me, so he uh, started balding at like age like 21. Mm, brutal. And he chose to shave his head, but he has a beard, like a good full beard and mustache. And so he looks uh, like a biker and he's like six foot two. Or right. Something, so women assume a certain. Right. And he's not like that at all. And he's told yeah. me that when he would go to bars and meet women and so forth, <laughs> he would very often basically meet women that, that expected him to be a biker dude. And it was sort of yeah. complicated for him. So I could imagine this first guy getting into that category uh, where it's like he's his, yeah, his, the way he maybe he's like a bodybuilder and the way he looks just doesn't match uh, his personality. I'm not sure what, I'm not sure if that's helpful, but it's a thing. That's a thing yeah. that I know happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a good feeling for, uh, what percentage of women prefer a more dominant man versus, um, a more, a less dominant man. I think, popular culture is making women explore a little bit more than they used to. And so mm-hmm. it could be that, you know, if you're dating uh, coastal elite women uh, in their thirties, that you'll run into a lot of them who want, you know, a more assertive and dominant man. But, you know, if you're dating people from religious communities in their, in their twenties, that you would, you would see another thing, but generally I don't really know what you know percentage of women prefer one versus the other what percentage of the women you have had sex with in the last like say five years have asked to be slapped in the face in the face 
because well, the, the person made a point of saying that she she didn't appreciate the slaps on the butt. She wanted it on the face and and choking. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, uh, a few, a few. Oh, non non zero. And so, and so I'm so curious. Yeah, what is how does that? I mean, do you comply or not enthusiastically? Okay. So do you, do you, we, I'm curious first, uh, when you do not enthusiastically comply, do you slap them with the palm of your hand or the back of your hand? <laughs> uh, the palm. You never bitch slap them. No, I feel so like. So that might be a way to, the back of the hand might be a way to not up the violence, but to up like the psychological <laughs> up, dimension. Right? Up the insult. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a really, really Good call. I will file that away in case I do it in the future. <laughs> so you, <laughs> I'm sure. So you, uh, my, my half ass slap will, will seem full last because, uh, how do, of, how of does the, the, so the backhand, does she ask for it in, in the moment or is it like when in a non-sexual time, she's like, Hey, I really want some slaps. Uh, it's in the moment. Okay. And what does she I say? I had one typically? partner talk to me extensively about wanting me to be uh, substantially more dominant, and I noped out of the relationship. I don't want to beat because the crap out of the person I'm sleeping with. Got it. It also suggests possibly some pro- uh, unusual elements in that person's personality. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if that was the only issue, then maybe I would have. I I don't know. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. But there were other issues. So. So she so. sort of gave you a tirade or like a long speech about all the different ways in which she wanted you to assert your masculinity on her. She was, it wasn't a tirade. It was actually a fairly well articulated like bullet list of, of things you, she wanted to try. I think that she probably has to do this often. And so, you know, she's gotten good at delivering her spiel. I mean, uh, I think we're all kind of curious what was on the bullet list. Uh, <laughs> what were so, the highlights? I mean, she wanted, she was clear that she wanted physical marks from the mm. slapping. Um, okay. And like bruises. It, I don't know if it was the physical marks that she wanted, but it was like, those are the goalposts. You should be aiming to leave a mark. Jesus. Because there was discussion about the amount of power I should be using. On her, on her what part of her body? Oh, yeah, on her face. What? I mean, did she have a job? Yeah. I brought sounds that like up. some sort of weird entrapment to p- some kind of police action. This doesn't sound right. Okay. It does. Any other, any we, other we requests besides? We had a friend besides? who, who, who yeah. worried about that once, right? With the hookup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Did she want like uh, you to tie her up? Like, yeah. The, get, and then get, there were various bondage uh, requests. Huh. I mean, my bedroom level, isn't really set up to do bondage. I have a, my, my bed has a, you can actually see it. We're, we're looking. We use yeah. video. We don't post the video, but yeah, you can see my, my headboard doesn't really have anything that you could mount stuff to. It's something that I've, I've gnashed my teeth many times about your lack of uh, fix, fixation posts on your headboard. Because I, I had a friend in college. fantasies. I had a friend in college who was dating this girl who was very mm-hmm. wild. And she made him mount like uh, a chin-up bar above his bed so that she could use it for, I don't even know what she was using it for. I think she could hang from it somehow. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I saw a uh, porn today that I found particularly compelling, which was uh, a. They were in a car, and the woman was on top. Mm -hmm. And in a car, it's like that. I mean, you have she. She was fairly flexible and athletic, and so she could use her legs on various and then you know the 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 seats on either side. He was in the driver's seat, I guess. And then yeah, they weren't in the back seat. Back back maybe they were. Maybe yeah, they okay. were, but there was like more, there were, the point is there were a lot of kind of fixation points for her yeah. body parts. Right. And, and what I thought, what I found particularly compelling about this porn was that like, it was like she had an external genital, uh, not, not, I thought I was thinking about that today as I was walking somewhere like, does that, am I gay now? I don't think so, <laughs> but it was like, it was like she was able to control the positioning of her body so much that she could really thrust down and kind of toward him in a way that was very compelling. If, if you she can was more the that. giver than the receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. I mean, yeah, she took, took the nut ultimately. And then she took her shirt off and wiped her vagina with her own shirt, uh, which was kind huh. of gross. Right. What was she going to wear after? Yeah. She was just topless. 
Yeah, but I mean, I mean what it was, was her plan? I think her plan was to, the director would say cut and then. Oh, you know, I see. The, et cetera. I'm sorry. This wasn't, <laughs> it doesn't have story continuity. What is she going to wear after that, Mike? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> But it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was compelling how, how she was able to, to use it like that. And, and she, she got herself into a position where her crotch, like her vulva was very kind of almost sort of external kind of, I don't know. It was, it was very impressive, her positioning. I mean, she must be like a gymnast or something. She got a very aerobic, I think anyway, that, but maybe that's the kind of thing the pull-up bar lady was uh, accomplishing. Yeah, it could be. She, she needed handholds to perform her various tricks and stunts. Right. But you don't, you're not willing. Now there are uh, systems you can buy that are like a set of uh, harnesses that go under the bed that they can, you can then attach, you you know about that, Yeah, but you're not interested in that. So I don't know if I'm interested or not. What is the longest time you've been in a relationship with someone where you needed to slap her in the face? Needed isn't the right word choice. Or you did. So let's say, what is the longest time between the first slap and the last slap in the face <laughs> for the same woman that you've had? In it's going to be on the order of weeks, I think. Okay. okay. So for you, it's kind of a negative. Yeah, I think it is. It's tricky because I would be, I'm conceptually interested in exploring kink uh, as a general category. Uh, but I, uh, as you pointed out, oftentimes the people who are most interested in kink have are for reasons that aren't so great. Maybe they've experienced some trauma in their life. Some people are just, you know, responsible, uh, well-adjusted adults who haven't, you know, had issues. But there's some sort of amount of childhood or young adulthood trauma that correlates pretty highly with being right. Uh, kink curious and yeah, so the, 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 yeah so i often run into this issue where it's like look i'm i'm interested in it conceptually but i want it to be kind of i don't want to like unpack all this stuff um or or at least i don't want to connect our sex with unpacking all that stuff like i i don't mind dating people that you know don't have flawless pasts but sure i don't want it to leak into the bedroom I actually do would have a problem dating someone with a, without a flawless past. So I have to say that. But the, yeah. uh, for me, I think that the um, to me the de- the delta there is between a woman who is attracted to sort of the competent side of masculinity, where the guy knows what he wants, he's able to, you know, she's directing the action. He's very masculine. He's very in control on the one side. Versus this is just tipping over into like it's actually he's now. I, I you could imagine the guy being in control, but look, it's hard to be in control when you're slapping someone in the face. That's not a it's a little. Uh, that's typically the actions of a an enraged person who's lost control, right? Right. So it's it. So then it's tipping over into something else. But I can understand the desire for like a dominance. Like I in my life, uh, I um, I enjoy being around competence. Like if you go to the doctor or the dentist and they're like doing these things that they know very well how to do. That's like yeah, I, I, can, yeah. I can sort of I can sort of I get this like emotion of like ah, oh, I feel safe or something. And so I can sure. imagine the feeling women get from that with a, with a man that's being dominant. But yeah, this other level is sort of hard to, yeah. it does seem like it's likely attached to something kind of negative, but I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe there are women who just get into that. And that's. I think especially as women age, they get a little bit more explorative with their sexual proclivities. And that can be really interesting and great. Uh, this guy who wants to be having, I, I think- People would call this vanilla sex, uh, yeah, and that—that's sort of his preference. If he could call it, he should probably stop calling it making love. Um, you like that term? It's fine, but especially if you have a partner who wants you to be a lot more dominant, I, I wouldn't lead with the "Well, I just like love making, baby." I think that's <laughs> not helping him. But right. yeah, I don't know what he should what he should do, and you know, one of the issues with getting kink curious is that you might discover that there are a series of things that really amp up your sexual satisfaction in various with encounters that you know do various things that some people are uncomfortable with and once you've opened up that box you might create a situation where like yeah like you could be dating this lovely 27 year old man who's you know fairly in touch with his feelings and able to articulate what he wants but he's just not interesting to you because you need to be punched while you're 
uh, <laughs> having sex. And like, that's not great, right? Like if, if you get to a place where like, you know, only 8% of men are even able to satisfy you sexually, that sucks. Yeah. But I can understand it. I mean, the, uh, sex is reliably is more reliably physically stimulating for men than it is for women. And so maybe that kind of stuff makes them get to the kind of the same plateau that men are at. Well, maybe it closes that gap. Yeah. Like maybe women can get more reliable satisfaction if they're demeaned somewhere. Yes. If you're into it. Yeah. So you're getting, you're getting more out of it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's find out if this person's fiance (laughs) could be gay. Uh, The post is loading here. All right, let's go. So panic is setting in as we're getting married soon. We've been together Mm. for nine years. I found gay porn on his phone in the past, but I've never addressed it. If it's simply browsing, I didn't want to create shame around curiosity and sexuality. However, his porn history is now only gay porn. We've never discussed (laughs) this. And the concerning part is that our sex life is very lacking. He never initiates and is very withdrawn from intimacy. There was a slow decline in our sex life over the last two years. It has been nowhere near where I would hope it would be. Should I discuss this with him? And if so, how? I don't want to attack him or create a shameful environment. I have no idea what to do. Okay. This guy's obviously gay. How do you go nine years? I guess you just like gaslight yourself into thinking this is normal or maybe he What do you mean by go nine years? She said they've been together for nine years. I mean, he's getting the most best of both worlds, right? I mean, he's getting to have what appears to be a vanilla relationship. He doesn't. I mean, there's still a significant amount of kind of negativity and shame in various quarters of the world, our country around being gay. And so he he can avoid, you know, having to deal with that and maybe come out of the closet. And at the same time, I'm sure the guys on Grindr just, just, yeah, like banging it out. Right. <laughs> so he's getting, he's getting everything he wants. I mean, he, he, you know, on the other hand, well, he, he may might, want, we don't know a if real he's relationship or not. He is. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's just too, it's too accessible. I mean, I mean, I'll be, yeah, if I were gay as a man, a married man, I would definitely be on Grindr, like getting my dick sucked for sure. Yeah. Because it's just so accessible. I mean, it's like, it's like the thing, I mean, if you, um, uh, it really doesn't matter for most men, maybe the vast majority of men, it really doesn't matter how committed you are to your relationship. If a sufficiently attractive, say like 22, 24 year old woman, is just like clearly wants to suck your cock. Like, yeah. For, you know, and, and you believe that she wants to just for fun. It's not for money <sighs> and so forth. Like, yeah. The truth is, guy, it would be hard to say no to that. And, and, and Grindr is basically that, but just <laughs> there's an app for it. So it'd be hard, uh, hard to avoid that. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I, now in terms of his porn, his specific porn habits, um, as you, I think, know, I, I uh, browse porn without incognito. I do not use incognito. Yeah, which does mean that Google has an entire history going back to when they first, I assume, introduced Chrome, the Chrome browser. I hope, I hope they have all of it. Uh, <laughs> maybe I can have all of my porn URLs put on my tombstone. It'd be yeah, a, they'd have to do it in like micro, <laughs> long, long yeah. tombstone, very very tombstone. small uh, writing. Uh, but yeah, there's some analytics that could be done. But I mean, all I can say about that is. Okay, the fact that it's 100% gay porn makes me wonder how she's seeing this, but that's concerning. Like, but my history is really weird. So, yeah, I mean, I think anyone who's listened to this show for more than 45 <laughs> seconds can imagine the horrors and atrocities that you're. Uh, I look at everything, man. Contains. Yeah, I mean, you're you really are an intellectual, uh, <laughs> curious about basically everything as it relates to to nudity and porn it's true that it's true that uh for beating off it's na- much much narrower unfortunately i wish i wish that like you know i'm i'm avid consumer of nsfw 411 seeing what people are looking for and i, I like to see yeah. the new things but honestly the vat like 95 percent of it i can't beat off to it's not that it's it's more just like huh people do that too it's like rule 34 right but this is clearly not that this is a guy who um who <laughs> is, is gay yeah. And it, yeah, I mean if you're if you're using gay porn exclusively, it's just tricky because I mean that that means he's beating off to it. And I it is, I think, for hetero guys, not I, okay. I think that both of us, well, for me, I think I would rather beat off to nothing on my computer screen than gay porn. I assume it's the same for you. Yes. Yeah. It's it actually makes it worse. Like it takes my erection away. Yeah. I, which is unfortunate. I wish it didn't, because it's very, you know, yeah, but it does. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Look, I don't know what it's like to be bisexual. Maybe it's possible that like you could be bisexual and still want to pursue women, but 
all of your masturbation is done to gay porn. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, for me, things are things like (laughs) things are so unimodal in my preferences. Like I just prefer women. And so imagining what it's like to be bisexual is a little bit tricky. Um, well, imagine if you really wanted to have kids and you were in some alternate universe where to, ha- to have a family, say so you wanted to have a family, but to have a family, you had to be in a gay relationship. Like you could imagine yeah, kind of tolerating that and then yeah. using the, the male, the hetero version of Grindr on the side just to fuck right. chicks. I don't know what they would be doing. Uh, probably just having a really good time. Yeah. Um, I can imagine pretending not, not to be something families. I'm not in order to have a family if I wanted a family. <laughs> so it could be that going on. Yeah. Yeah, it could yeah. be. I still right, I do want to know how she's snooping through his porn history, but I assume she just takes yeah, his phone and goes through history. So I really don't understand. Like sharing your phone with your spouse seems like a bad idea generally because it just implies trust issues. But yeah. sharing your phone when you know that you're surfing gay porn is yeah, I need more information here. Have you ever shared your ATM pin code? And I realize this is almost a passe now. With a uh, with episode. Yeah, with another. Have you done that? Um, you got to the level of sharing like some shit like that? I might have. I definitely wouldn't want to. But sometimes, you know, like the Seinfeld issue uh, episode, there's an issue where right. it's useful. Like, yeah, they're running out to run an errand and you need cash and maybe they could go to the ATM while they're out for that errand or something. Yeah, it's um, tricky. I mean, I have all of my passwords uh, in a one of those sort of password managers. I don't use LastPass because yeah, they, they got hacked. started charging. And then they got they, hacked. Wait, they, was they it started LastPass charging. that get hacked or OnePass? They get remember. hacked, but the um, the way their algorithm works, getting hacked doesn't actually matter because the data they store is all encrypted. But still, it's lame that they're, yeah. you know, like people know that you used them. Right. Uh, there's another one that's, that's still free called Bitwarden. This is not a an ad, but it's what I use. Uh, but then I have the master password for that system, and I have that in a sealed envelope in like a locked filing cabinet for if I die. Yeah. I've wondered about whether I should tell my sisters or brother-in-law or something, my passwords in yeah. case I die. You could put in some, some, something like what I have, just a basic back. Well, you know, like a, how does. You just lock wife... it in your apartment. Okay. And then she knows where the key is. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, she could go into it. I just wouldn't know she went into it because right, I, right, like right, it's, right. it's in a sealed envelope. Right. I mean, Which yeah. is plenty incentive to not go into it. She doesn't want to. She doesn't care. But like it's a. That is the correct posture i think in like a healthy adult relationship is that yeah you're not going to share passwords because you don't care right um like you you acknowledge there might be like a couple weird things but like if there's something that's like you know if you're cheating or something you would you would know through other ways oh there's an insane amount of weird i mean she can also just listen to the podcast so right right all right let's move on uh, this person says, boyfriend didn't know we were doing anal. Me and my boyfriend yes. were spooning and things got a little heated. We ended mm. up doing anal for the second time. And to my surprise, it didn't hurt even without warm up, which he's usually very good with. Usually okay. is an odd word choice. Cause she says True. this is the second time. Anyway, anyway, well, maybe she means, she means warm up for other sexual activities. Like he's sure. good at, he, he typically does foreplay and so forth. Okay. Yeah. Afterwards, I made a comment to him about how I couldn't believe we just did anal. And he said, we just did anal? He said he thought he was in my pussy, not my ass. We both laughed yeah. about it, but I'm curious if anyone has ever experienced this. Have you experienced I, this? No. I, I have not had anal enough times to <laughs> that I know of uh, that uh, for this to have happened. And my experience with anal uh, was that feels different but i was thinking about this after i read this i am not actually sure like i know that like the initial penetration is a little trickier and i'm trying to remember if it feels different once you're in right Right? like you're 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 imagining like a blind taste test here i think like if if a guy yeah were were put in a situation where the woman was it's an unknown orifice Right, and she had her her legs spread in such a way that you actually couldn't tell. He had he was blindfolded and something something. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, could he or you know glory hole whatever? Could he could he know? And I I think the answer is yes, you could know. But um, I don't think it. Yeah, you're right that the initial penetration would be the biggest tell. I think, but uh, yeah. I think you would be able to tell generally. Well, I mean, I don't want to bum you out. 
so to speak. Uh, but yeah. the number one way that I for sure would be able to tell would be sort of bottoming out in each one. Mm-hmm. And like if I felt like a cervix, that would be right. Right. Uh, or yeah, some kind of, whereas the anus, you would not. Well, if you felt a poop, that would be for sure the <laughs> anus. Yeah. I really, I wish that anal sex didn't have that poop aspect to it. Well, I mean, thought fortunately, there's another orifice, which is actually yeah. better set up for the activity. So. <laughs> More designed for the task. Yeah. Uh, do you think a condom could mitigate some of these or exacerbate some of these confusions? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I think I that too. could make it more confusing. But but I think the other thing is when you're spooning, when I saw this post, I thought, oh, when you're spooning. Well, first, the first thing I thought of was the woman who, I don't know, two weeks ago or something we had where there was the uh, this a very similar situation, but she considered it rape or sexual assault because- Yeah, that was last episode uh, or maybe two two yeah. ago. Like the the fact pattern was significantly different, but still like it was, it was somewhat close to this. Uh, here- um, it's well, it was a, unconsented anal sex. Well, this was too. I mean, he. I know. He, that's what I'm saying. He, that, that's the similarity. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's similar. Like he. Yeah. He didn't even know it was her anus. So. Right. <laughs> and she didn't. Yeah. So I mean, the, you know. Anyway, the limited differences, which is kind of interesting. This guy could absolutely be accused of sexual assault. Um, I, th- I think. Uh, and yep. With some, I agree. Right. Uh, with some reason, but. Uh, yeah, we tapped yeah, around that and on that episode. Yeah, with with a condom and also on spooning position where you're unable to penetrate that deeply. Sure, I mean, yeah, like you know, you you could have a significant amount of the uh, stimulation just coming from like skin around the orifice. Yeah, because of the position, and so yeah, I think then it could be confusing. It's a little confusing to me. I don't think I ever had anal sex with somebody where like the lubrication issue wasn't kind of didn't kind of make things obvious what was going on. Right. I mean, some women are so wet that, and if you've been having vaginal sex for a while and like maybe they're in missionary, it can like drip down and like create enough lubrication or maybe you're using, maybe you were using lube anyways. Like maybe they're, maybe their vagina is a bit dry. And so you had lube out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm skeptical of, of that scenario of the drip down and so forth scenario. I think that unfortunately, to the extent there was enough lubrication, it would either be like moisturizer she put on her body or something from inside her rectum right that was kind of coming out like so he went in and then pulled something out as you know the the head of your penis is made to plunge out yes con- contents of an orifice and so you can plunge out all kinds of uh, uh, interesting we, things from an anus can we not yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's kind of gross yeah all right i think that's actually a good place to wrap do you have anything else you want to litigate we're only, today we're only at 57 minutes here uh-oh um but i don't hmm. know if i have anything else to litigate the uh the let me see if there's anything else in the Pornhub search terms nothing we've covered everything good we'll be okay we've, we've yeah. hit the 60 minute mark like 70 episodes in a row i think fair point all right so that'll do it for episode 99 of your mileage may vary we're gonna have to come up with some sort of special celebration content for our 100th that's right and now comes your weekly solicitation to provide us feedback we pay ten dollars for any feedback received so do your worst and let us have it you can reach us at ymmvpod on twitter or at ymmvpod at gmail.com that's also a good place to ask us questions uh you can do that privately uh just say so or if you would like us to talk about it on the show uh we can do that too thanks for giving us a listen oh yeah go ahead mike People should also subscribe because it helps us uh, with on, on Apple at least it helps surprisingly much on the uh, search rankings. For example, if you search on Apple Podcasts, Keith Sex, Keith Sex, we're number two yeah. right now. We'd like to be number one. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of other terms like that. We we do very well for a whole bunch of terms, including just sex by itself. But but your subscription, even if you don't listen every week, actually helps a lot with that. So. Yeah, if you want my family to find out about this podcast, the uh, surest way to do that is to juice the algorithms. Keith Sex Modest Penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a listen, and we hope to catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Physique. Je vais, je fais et je viens. 
je me veux 